Hey guys, Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I just wanted to share uh, one of the platforms we use uh, for our podcast. Uh, it's called Anchor. Uh, it is a free platform. They have creation tools that allow you to record, edit uh, your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Um, Anchor will distribute your podcast on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, most, most all the platforms that you want to reach, you can, you can reach through Anchor. So I encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, again, it's free and it's called Anchor. Have a great day. We're live. This is Dean with Two Party Podcast, and I'm here with Lex Vuko, and she is gonna. Um, she's here today. She does uh, fitness and health, and, and really, um, from what I've researched, and I, I hate to use the term stalking, but I've kind of have to stalk my guests to kind of get some information. <laughs> so I have kind of looked in, and, and you do a lot of fitness stuff, but you also do Muay Thai boxing, kickboxing, weightlifting, um, just extremely powerful uh, um, presence. Uh, you know, as a woman. And, and as well as in the, it looks like in the fighting sports, um, which is really cool. I used to box for many years. My son does jujitsu. Um, it's something that I, I enjoy. There's not a lot of sports I really like anymore besides hockey and fighting sports. So uh, on that note, guys, I want to have Lex Vuko kind of tell you about herself, um, where she's from and her life story. And then we'll get into a little deeper conversation. Go ahead, Lex. Sure. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Eastern Europe and I moved to United States when I was 17. And just prior to my move, my life got turbulent a little bit up until the age of 16, like typical, nothing was going on in my life. And at 16, I got hit by a car and long story short, I had a really terrible uh, leg injury that ended up healing miraculously. And I didn't know anything about the mindset and the power of mindset and visualization at the time, but I actually applied that. Um, so I healed um, unbelievably, really, a part of the bone kind of grew back. And then, and then to jump completely to the craziest side, bombing in my country started. So then we had to deal with and, bombing. And what country did you say you're in? Serbia, Eastern Serbia. Europe. That okay. used to be called okay. Yugoslavia. Like they changed so, the name wow. so many times. It's ridiculous. And so then the bombing started and people had to deal with that. And, and so after all of that craziness, I ended up moving to the United States. Um, and so that's where really my journey starts with the reason I went to Muay Thai. The reason I went to boxing and kickboxing was to deal with my anger. I, I didn't know about mindset. I didn't know about the power of positive thinking. I didn't know any of that. I was just trying to deal with my anger. And so I went into that. And yes, yeah, I was a tomboy my whole life. So it was no surprise to, 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 um, to go into that kind of sport. Mm -hmm. But it actually helped me channel my anger. And I got calmer on the outside. I got calmer. And I was able to, to channel it and to work through it. And then it just, I, I realized that I'm not a fighter. I'm not going to fight for, you know, for a title or for money. Right. It's just not in my heart. Like, you just know if you're a fighter or not. Yeah. And I went to fitness. I went to weightlifting. And I was fascinated with it. I was fascinated with what the body can do, how much it can change, all different types of workouts. And I just started reading about it, researching about it. And I thought, this is it. I have to share this with the world. So yes, again, long story short, I moved to a different city in the United States and in Nashville, Tennessee, I opened my own fitness studio and I loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it. But it was the first time because I was a tomboy. It was the first time I actually dealt with a lot of women and realized what kind of low self-esteem I'm dealing with and that they can't oftentimes take compliments and just the mindset and limiting beliefs that were most of us 
as a condition to believe. And it just, I first used it as a mirror to work on me and then I started helping them. And so I just didn't feel like I was doing everything that I wanted to, that, that was my purpose. And so I ended up selling my studio eight years later and I moved back to Europe, which, um, you know, I had to trust that I am where I'm supposed to be and I'm at the right place at the right time, but um, I definitely had higher expectations for for where I'm from. I never realized how much I've changed, but I mean, it was mm -hmm. 20 years I was in the United States. And so I started doing mindset coaching and now I'm just connecting everything together because I do believe that it all starts from mindset, no matter what area of life we're talking Correct. about. I would I, agree with that 100%. Yeah, I, it all always starts with our beliefs. It, it's our all thoughts, the, in the thinking, you know, you can always improve yourself, but it starts with really where what you're bringing into your processing and what you're actually working on to process. Completely, absolutely. So it always led me to mindset and to limiting beliefs and to work through that. And so I started creating meditations and started really getting into it, but not like, you know, people like, oh, meditations, I could never do that, or like mindfulness, <laughs> but it's really just like the beginning journey, like 10 minutes a day kind of thing. Yeah. And so now I'm really connecting everything. I'm connecting weight loss with, you know, how can women and, and people achieve weight loss and actually maintain it because most people just yo-yo with their health. And I feel like it's my journey to hopefully educate people on limiting beliefs, on nutrition, on how to work out properly and not kill yourself at the gym. Um, and how to just be happy overall, because for the first time in my life, I'm feeling completely balanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I just feel like it's my obligation to share my journey with the world and help them get there, get there, mm -hmm. whatever path that is for them. Yeah. I, you know, um, I hear, I hear a lot of this and, and a little, little quick background on me is I just had surgery on my ulnar nerve just had carpal tunnel. I'm just getting over this. It's been about three months off work, literally like not able to do anything with my arm, just feeling like ridiculous. Um, but, but I just started my, it's, it's funny. <clears throat> I started my fitness journey and I, and I've, I've boxed for years. I've always stayed in pretty good shape. I used to run 12 miles a day, almost every day. Um, I, I I've, I've gone down these roads. I've also suffered, you know, back in the day I, I, I was an addict. I, I, I used drugs. I didn't take care of myself. Um, I was an alcoholic at one point. Uh, so I've kind of been up and down through life and a lot of ups and down journeys, but it wasn't until about two years ago that my fitness journey started. And I kind of, I've never been a morning person. I, I never liked getting up. I didn't, I didn't like any of that. And I've always been a pretty skinny guy, real, real narrow. Now I'm kind of, you can kind of see, I got the, I got the man boobs going on and stuff like, uh, get, get the gut is it's impossible. I'm a 44 years old. It's impossible to get this gut to go away. And I try and try, but it's also diet, but about two years ago, I decided like I was sick of, I was sick of getting older and watching my body change into something I didn't like. Um, as a man, that's something you know we we us men we're, we're you know we're not going to tell people how we feel because that's just not being manly. But but I did. I was telling myself. I was telling my wife. I said this is just not who I want to be anymore. Um, and, and I can't. I can prevent it, but I can't stop the aging. I can, but I can definitely ch change the way I feel and, and physically. So I, I literally uh, went from being an absolute no morning person to getting up at 5 a.m. Uh, I don't get good workouts unless it's at least two hours of my time. Um, and wow. so I literally get up at 5 a.m. and I work out till seven o'clock. Then I go from seven o'clock, I'm a general contractor doing construction. I go from seven o'clock till whenever I get home. And that's how I start my day. And you mentioned meditation and, and I've spoke with a lot of guests recently about meditation and that has become my meditation. My time working out from 5 a.m. to 7 is not only, uh, it, it, I feel better, 
mentally I'm healthier. Um, obviously physically I'm healthier, but emotionally, spiritually, it's like everything in one kind of has come together since I changed that routine in my lifestyle. And yeah. the, the past three months being off from this surgery has left me like in disarray. Um, and oh, I yeah. just, this week started back, um, light workouts, just trying to get the tendons and some of the skeletal muscle back in shape to start lifting heavier. Um, and, and it's just been, I never even imagined throughout my years of growing up that weightlifting would ever be something I was even that much into, but that's where I'm at now. And so my fitness journey really started then. And when I, when I saw your profile and I was, I was kind of looking for, for different guests, that's what caught my attention. I was like, I get to have this lady on who's, who does this knows definitely more than I do, but you know, my, my interests are, are the nutrition and, and, but, but, and the fitness side of it. But like you just said, the mindset, um, for me, the, suffering from depression, anxiety, living through the things I've lived through, I have it. I, you know, I have post-traumatic stress. I've, I've lived through a lot of traumatic things. Um, that's where I thought you'd be, you'd be amazing to kind of share your story and, and share what you've learned about the mindset and, and the different things like that. Um, because yeah. it really does, like we just said, uh, touched on, what you put in your mind and the things you process in your mind uh, it's just like what you put in your body. You know, if you're going to eat junk food, you're going to get results from junk food. Uh, if you eat yeah. healthy, you're going to get healthy results. So that's why I really was looking forward to this interview. Yeah, I love all things mindset. Like, it's so fascinating to me how it works. Like, your environment, I, I heard this quote, I, it's not mine, but I don't know where I heard it. Your mind, your environment is stronger than your willpower. And that is so important to recognize because we always talk about the mindset as to what's going on, you know, in between my two ears, right? Mm -hmm. What, what am I thinking about? But the truth is what is in front of me? What am I seeing? What am I hearing? What kind of messages am I hearing? Am I listening to positive podcasts or am I listening to the news? It's going to have very much effect yes. on my mood, on my thoughts, on my life. And it has been proven over and over again that we have like 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day and you're never going to control all of them. However, um, 90 or 95% of those thoughts are the same that we had yesterday and they're all subconscious. But that means we only have to change one to 2% of our thoughts to get the wheel started, right? And that can start with how are you spending your free time? You, you started working out and that is your form of meditation. I'm so glad you said that because people always think, well, I can't just sit and not have any thoughts. That's not necessarily what meditation is. Yeah. Meditation is anything that I will say feeds your soul and has you quiet down and look within. Mm -hmm. And that can be drawing. That can be walking in nature. That can be doing yoga. That can be swimming. It's anything that people find when they're quiet with themselves, alone with their thoughts, able to focus on within. But it really goes hand in hand. It goes with what you see, what you hear, who you associate with. And then all of that goes into your thoughts, into your beliefs. And you create those beliefs, you create those thoughts, and you create habits, which then in turn create your life. And yeah, it, it's, it's amazing what, you know, a few months, a few, a few workouts, how they can change your mind, mind and or, or your thoughts, I should say. And, uh, you know, you mentioned addiction. And, you know, I, I noticed years ago that I have kind of an addictive personality. So I always watch myself when it comes to that. But I did that. I did that in fitness. I got, I overtrained myself for a while. And I always tell people like I was overtrained. I was undertrained. I, I developed an eating disorder when I was actually competing for bodybuilding, which most of bodybuilders don't even want to talk about, but it's yeah. very common. Um, it's one of the most unhealthy sports. 
And I just felt that throughout my whole journey, I, I can use everything that I've been through to help people because I get it. I get it what it feels like to be out of control. I get it what it feels like to feel like you're not able to control yourself and your body and your thoughts. And, and again, just understanding how to work through that, how to change that mindset. What can we start with? Or we can start with, again, how we spend our free time, who we're surrounded with, what kind of conversations are we having, what kind of books are we reading, and then what kind of words are we using? When we say, I am, those are the, they say, those are the two most powerful words, right? What am I saying after that? Am I creating a good future? Am I creating a bad future? And of course, a major thing is self-forgiveness and leaving past and past, understanding that past has passed for a reason, mm -hmm. and it does not necessarily mean your future at all. And most people get stuck in their stories. Well, this is who I am. This is who I always was. And that's really not true. It's just an excuse mm -hmm. because it takes effort to change. And none of us, none of us deeply down want to change because our brain is designed for survival. And from the standpoint of the brain wanting to help you survive all the time, it doesn't want anything to change. It wants everything to be known. So even though you may be in discomfort and in pain, it, it, what, what's out there is a change and your brain doesn't know what that means. And it doesn't know how to protect you. Therefore, it wants to keep you where you are. So you have to consciously work on you every day, little by little, to break through that. And that's, to me, that's like fascinating to know that I can completely change my life even within a year. But it's also fascinating to observe people and be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that, that's your story. Like, I can see how you're stuck there, you know? Mm -hmm. And you cannot, the, the hardest thing as somebody who's, who, like me, who's passionate about helping people is, understanding that not everybody wants to change and not everybody's ready to change because you see people you see potential in them and you're like okay you know what they're not ready there was a time when i wasn't ready either so yeah that's it's a powerful statement you make and um hey i tried that i tried that workout for bodybuilding where you, you shred and lean out uh i agree with you bodybuilding can be probably one of the most harsh things on your body um, I, I did the low sugar, no carb, uh, basically like a shred diet for competition, a friend gave me and five meals a day. I mean, it was hard enough just to eat the meals, but then just all low carb, all weighed out, all perfect. And I mean, I, it, it, while I felt good, I felt bad. Uh, it was Horrible. crazy. It, it does, it does so much to your body that oh. you're, you know, I don't know how, you know, much respect to anyone that can continue that career because it's so it takes such a toll on your body physically while you're doing it. You may feel good and People look good, get it. but inside yeah. and and the, and the really the dedication of the eating uh, of what you got to eat. I mean, it's just so strict. Um, it's crazy. But but what you said is very powerful about um, just just the things that you. I'm on a big self help kick or not self help as much as as helping other kick right now. Um, and, and my message has been for the past week on our, on our show. And every time I leave a live or, or an episode, my, my message has always been help others. Whether you, you, you hold a door, smile at them, give a compliment, um, buy, if you're in a drive-through, buy the people behind you's meal. Uh, That's fine. You, you do it and you drive off. They don't even know who you are, but you helped somebody. Mm -hmm. and, and you never know if you're, you're going to remove somebody from, like you said, even if it's just the thinking, just taking them out of a moment and putting them in a happier place. Uh, even in that moment is something that I've been really pushing with our audience. Um, but also to go deeper, like what you're saying, um, you know, to, to really take that time like I do in the morning, that's my meditation and, and it's active meditation for me, but it's a time where I can literally look in a mirror at myself. 
I can, I can process, like you said, what I'm telling myself, the I am's. A am I telling myself that I'm a failure? Am I telling myself that, that I'm not good enough? Am I telling myself those things that I know deep down are not true of who I am and where I've come from? Um, I, I tell a lot of my friends, uh, you know, that I've spoke with or haven't spoke with in years, you know, we, we are, we're good friends and we know each other, but you know me for who I used to be. And mm -hmm. this is who I am now. So maybe now we haven't spoken 10 years or so. Maybe now you're expecting me to be that person you remember. And now you meet some, meet me now. It's almost like meeting a new person because I'm not an addict. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't smoke, drink and do unhealthy things. I don't make poor decisions anymore, or I try not to. Um, and so it's very powerful what you said, um, because just that little bit of taking time and you encouraging people to, to, to look at, at themselves. Uh, it is difficult to sometimes compliment people. It's sometimes difficult. Um, nobody wants to be critiqued and it's, and sometimes they don't want to be critiqued even more by people that they love. So it's sometimes it's hard when you care about someone to even give them criticism, but then to be able to do it with a perfect stranger when you're really genuinely trying to support and help them to overcome. And like you said, some people are stuck. And, and they don't want to change. It's like you said, the brain being disconnected. They, they almost just, that's just where they're, they're happy. The change hurts too much to do it. Yes, I, I just, I wouldn't say that they're happy though. That's right. the thing. I don't think they know any better. And mm -hmm. I don't think that, because it takes a while for people to get that it's the responsibilities on them. And it's the hardest pill to swallow that to know, you know what, everything depends on me. But the moment people accept that, it gives them so much power. And that is a part of what I do now with, with females, especially that's my focus group, is because we've been so conditioned to put ourselves last and care about everybody else and sacrifice ourselves. Our society as a whole has done that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. And it's like this whole image of like what humble really means. It's like not asking for much and not asking for anything. When it, the truth is... You can't have it all. You just have to understand that you have to define what success means for you. Mm -hmm. You have to define what, what, what you want out of your body, out of your health. Why are you sabotaging yourself in any area of your yeah. life, right? And for example, you, you know, you mentioned how you tried the, the whole uh, bodybuilding nutrition thing. And I, I mean, it was horrible. I felt, like yeah. you said, I felt awful. I was falling yeah. apart inside. And here's the craziest thing. I'm doing a completely different thing right now. I'm not counting calories. I'm not mm -hmm. high protein. I'm training at home and the craziest thing is I'm getting the same freaking results that yeah. I did getting ready for competition because I found what works for my body. And I think we've been so conditioned to say, okay, this is the way to do it, or this is the way to success, or this is what success is. This is what the body should look like. This is what health. And it's like, if we can, that's where meditation comes in. Mm -hmm. If you can quiet down, go to your spot, go to the mirror, go to the nature, whatever works for you and ask yourself those questions. What is it that I want out of my life? What is it that is a successful day for me? What is it that I want to see happening in the future, right? And once we start defining things for ourselves and start working on self-forgiveness, forgiveness for others and self-love, when everything comes from a place of self-acceptance and self-love, everything changes. Because that's where you are now. You Otherwise, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be just spreading your good all yeah. around. You said helping others. You wouldn't 
be there if you didn't love yourself, accept mm -hmm. and love yourself first. And once you do that, it's like thinking about a candle, right? You can spread that light everywhere and it doesn't dim your light at all. You're just spreading the love, you're spreading the kindness. And really that's what it's about. And you're right, like when you do some good deed, you don't know who you help, but you also get that good feeling, that yeah. great feeling, like, you know what? I did something good and mm -hmm. it makes me feel so good. And it goes both ways yeah. where people, yeah. and again, especially women were taught to sacrifice. And when it comes from a place of sacrifice, you're already lacking. Mm -hmm. If I'm giving mm -hmm. you something out of sacrifice, out of a place of sacrifice, I'm in a lack of. Where giving from a giving heart is place of abundance. And again, it's a shifting that perspective and saying, how am I going to observe this moment, right? Like, yeah. am I going yeah. to use this moment to help others and spread kindness or am I going to use this moment and like be constricted, right? It's shifting that perspective on to helping others because it automatically gives you that good feeling back. Yeah. And I, and I had a friend, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, along that same line. I had, I have a good friend of mine, Andrew, uh, love him to death. He suffers, he suffers from high anxiety and depression. He admits it, he, but he's a very active guy, very, very nice guy, very intelligent, uh, plays drums. He's a really good musician and stuff, but, but he brought up a good point to me a while back about, um, he, he said, when somebody offers a gift to you, you should always accept it because when, when, when you give a gift or you're, you're offering help to somebody and, and, and let's say somebody's offering help to you, if you deny the gift, you deny them the opportunity of internal growth. You're, you're denying yes. them, uh, you know, when somebody offers you even something as small as like, Hey, do you want a cup of tea or you want some coffee or can I get you something? You know, those little things that we take as like supposed to be just formal things. Uh, you know, he, he made a good point about that. You know, you're shutting down somebody's ability uh, to have the same feeling, the same feel good of helping someone else, even in the minute things. And after a while, it becomes a conditioned thing where, you know, some people are, are, they're used to someone saying no to the coffee or no to the tea, or, you know, it just shuts them down. And eventually that person may hear it so many times, they just won't offer anymore. And then that puts you back into a place where, again, the, the mindset um, changes where you, you, you're almost taking away or closing in the happiness that you can allow yourself by being a giving free, free giving person. Um, Absolutely. It was I a great point. Example. Yeah, it was a great point that he made. Yeah, I, I heard that. Um, and I'm just going to rephrase it so people mm -hmm. really get it. It's like, when you buy somebody a gift and you're, you don't want to tell them, but you're yeah. so excited. The energy, to the to excitement. Them. Yeah. The energy, excitement. You cannot wait to see the expression on their face. And you, you, in the moment you're giving them and you're so excited and they go, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't really want it. Mm -hmm. I don't want it. I don't, I don't deserve it. Don't give it to me. It would break your heart. Yeah, almost, it it right? severs the, the energy that was there. Absolutely. Yep. So if you know, like, if you know how it would feel like somebody not receiving, that's exactly what you're doing when you're not receiving someone's gifts. And that's exactly like I heard this years ago and it, it like opened my mind to, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe I haven't been open to receiving. And then I am taking that pleasure away from the person mm -hmm. giving from a giving heart. And again, that's just how the nature works and that's how the energy works. You're right. Because the more I do that, the more, let's call it universe, is going to assume that I'm not willing to receive. Yep. Therefore, it's not going to send anything good my way, where the more you, you receive and the more you're going to want to give. And really, that's what life is about. It's mm -hmm. about how mm -hmm. much we help somebody else and how much that other person helps us. That's what it's about. Yeah. And, and I like to look at, like, like you mentioned earlier about what am I doing in the moment and stuff like that. And, and at the end of the day, 
what is the legacy I'm leaving behind is kind of where I'm at now. And that's kind of where I'm at with the whole help others. And I keep encouraging, I go live and I'm encouraging friends of mine, hundreds of friends of mine that are, that are watching and keeping track of my life online or, or whatever, even ones that contact me. And every time I talk to them, I always encourage, you know, Hey man, before we hang up, make sure you help someone today and I'll just hang up. And, and it's one of those things like, you know, what is the, I always ask myself every day, what is the legacy I'm leaving behind today? Not just what is the legacy of my life? What is the legacy that I'm going to uh, leave behind to my son or my wife? Uh, what is the legacy I'm leaving behind right now? What is the legacy I'm leaving behind today in this hour, in this moment, this interview? Um, and that's, that's the, to me, that's become the most important thing in my life at this moment. Maybe it's just a growth and a change in my heart and my mind. But I feel like at this point, it is important to me to know what I'm doing and be conscious that I'm doing it consciously, you know, that I'm definitely doing this not out of any kind of selfish gain, but out of genuinely hoping that my impact may help even the people in my circle that eventually will grow to my community, that will eventually grow to my state, that will eventually grow to hopefully the world. And, wow. and that's where kind of where my, I've been. That's kind of this, this, this zone I've been in. And, and so... You know, it, it's it, like you said, the, the, the way our society has defined restrictions, uh, especially on women, and it's been that way for years. Uh, you know, women, they, 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 back in the days, it was that they were supposed to cook, clean, be, take care of the kids, be mothers, this whole stigma that was placed on them. And unfortunately, as a society, they've got to put on makeup, they've got to look beautiful, they've got to do all these things that make no sense, but it was there. And unfortunately, it's generational. And to break that gap, and and men, there's yeah. it, it goes that way for men in different aspects. You know, men are supposed to be tough and athletes and this and that. And it's yes. it's when you finally reach a point when, like you said earlier, self love. When you finally find a place where instead of looking in the mirror and seeing something about yourself, even if it's one thing about yourself that you hate, reaching a point of looking in the mirror and actually caring about and loving your perfections and imperfections. And loving yourself in a yes. way that you you can look in that mirror and say that is my biggest flaw and I love everything about it, and that's kind of where I'm at these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. Absolutely, because again, like the whole journey of life is to constantly grow, evolve, and improve. So it's never done, and you're constantly going to be imperfect. But that's mm -hmm. the beauty of it, right? And yes, it's like. What can I work on to improve myself while loving myself? Mm -hmm. and, and again, that inner chatter is very often just so negative, right? Like we're so harsh on ourselves. But when it comes from a place of self-love, you, you don't have to hold grudge against your own self. Yep. And you can let things go, right? Like, oh, you know what? It happened. It was the best decision that I made at that time. At the moment. But I've at the moment, but I've grown and I've changed. And I just want to mention, I love how you said, like, what is my legacy today? Because, and, and, and I don't know if this is something you were, you were uh, learning as coming out of your addiction, but it's about like going through that day and making the best of that day and going day by day. And I love that because when people hear about like, what is your legacy? Sometimes they get freaked out by like the big yes. picture. But yeah. if you say, what is my legacy today? What did I, how did people feel about spending time with me today? Did I make them yeah. feel better? Or worse, were they better off because they, they came across me? And I love that. That's so powerful because it goes day by day. But then when you look back a year or two from now, you'll be like, whoa, I actually made a difference. And I love how you end the conversations with make sure you help someone today because we get so caught up in our life, right? Like day-to-day -day life, getting busy, stressed out. And now with like online school, people with kids are freaking out. Yes. 
Yeah. But it's really about taking a moment and being like, wait a minute, let me appreciate my good problems, mm-hmm. right? Like, let yep. me appreciate all this stuff that's happening into my, in my life because it's a blessing. Because there are people, like they say, there's people that wish for your problems. Yeah. You know, so just appreciating life and helping others. Yeah, I get, I, you know, it's like you just said, I, I get busy and I forget. And that's why I started making it a habit of telling people, you know, hey, make sure you help one person today. Make sure you, you know, hey, I know your, your spouse. Uh, I got a good friend of mine who's, who used to be really crazy and he's calmed down and, and he's dating a girl that I knew in high school. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, make sure you tell Janet, you know, you love her today. Make sure when you go home, you give her a hug and don't tell her why. Uh, so I just try to, I know I get busy and I do it to my wife and I do it to my son and I get so busy that sometimes I forget. And so I found it uh, to make it a habit to remind other people helps me to remind me. Oh, absolutely. So it's kind of works for me. And then at the same time, you know, by, by doing that, it helps me live in that moment. And again, me asking me, me saying to myself about my legacy, you know, what am I doing in this moment? That's what keeps me grounded in the moment because we are so busy. Sometimes we are always looking at calendars and looking at our schedule and looking ahead or what happened last week. Sometimes we don't have take time to live in the moment. And sometimes, you know, life is short and living in the moment is the most important thing we can ever, you know, things happen in moments and sometimes we just don't even see it. And, and life is so short, it can be taken so quickly that if you're not in the moment making memories, what's the point? You know, what's the real point at that? I mean, if it's always about looking ahead or looking at a calendar, what's the point of living today for this moment? Exactly. And that's where that meditation comes in because you stop mm-hmm. and you're in the moment and you look at the present time. And you're absolutely right because if I am not living right now. I'm constantly either in the future or in the past, which is fine in the future because I can be creating something good, making sure that I'm creating something good. But if I'm spending time in the past, past is past. The only time we should look back is to um, learn from it, right? Yep. And you're right. Like, it, the, you know, social media has a lot to do with it because it should be used as a tool, but it takes over people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like one of the things that that I do with my clients is they have to turn off, they turn off all notifications of their phone. And so like with me, like I work, I'm on the computer, I'm on my Mm -hmm. phone. As soon as I'm done, our phone is never You you cut it off. It's off. It's off. I'm with my family and that is the most important thing at the time for me. And if you think about it, all these apps, they have teams of people, psychologists who want- They want you you on it. Exactly. So we have to take charge. Once again, we have to take responsibility and say, how am I spending my free time? Did I waste my time on Instagram today? Did I waste my time on social media today? Because I certainly didn't learn much from it unless that is my job, right? And so looking at that time and taking our time back. And when you said that life is too short, I heard something the other day and it just hit me. It said, TikTok, that's not the clock ticking. That's your life. Yes. And I thought- Okay, I need to like I see, and I had and, a video and it never stops, and it never stops, never stops. Mm-hmm. And so, and you're like people always chase money, and it's like you can always find ways to earn money. Yep. you'll never get this moment back. And yeah, that's it, a scary it, thought that should really get us all in gear to be the best versions of ourselves every single day. It's crazy because you mentioned that about money, and it's it's like I have a lot of friends of mine that know me, and they're like they're like you know how much money are you making podcasting? How much money are you making do it? You know, and I'm a general contractor. I own a business. Um, I've I've got a computer engineer's degree. I've got all kinds of things I've done in my life and a career stuff that I've done and jobs and, you know, um, 
this this whole thing it never never started or never really is, is anticipated for money. Um, I'm not looking in my life, my legacy. I'm not looking to get rich. I'm not looking to leave behind my wife and kid to be financially secure is great, but to be wealthy and and think about the money. I really am, am wanting to leave behind the memories and and have the memories of my own uh, to share. And that's that to me means more. And, and these days, you, you know, people aren't like that. We're not wired that way. Social media doesn't let us be that way. The the news itself doesn't let us be that way. We we don't really take time to absorb uh, making memories, making our life better, making someone else's life better, and then having the moment of their, their smile when we do it. Yes, and think about even how many parents you see on the phones these days instead of with their kids. And it's like, no, we need to go back to basics. Shut the phone off yep. and be present with your kid. That may be an annoying kid right now, but you can assure <laughs> them miss this moment yep. in years to come, right? And again, it's about us taking control over our time. And what you said about the money thing, I'm going to connect to fitness. It's the same thing. Like define what success is for you, because that, that, that's why I had to jump back into fitness. I'm like, I have a responsibility. Like, I'm so sick of watching like these images of women having the waist tiny yep. and a butt this big and yep. And this, these images of, you know, to each their own, but like all these images of like girls with their butts all over Instagram. And I'm like, you know what? I have an obligation to show what health really means, what being healthy means in a balanced way, where you don't yeah. have to show certain parts of your body to feel, you know, something. Because again, if you come from a self-acceptance and self-love, you will come from a place of helping others, which is mm -hmm. why I love that you are so about because it's really about helping others. It's not about me posting my selfies. It's about how am I going to, now it's one thing like posting a selfie to get attention so that yeah. you can read what I, my message is because that's a hook, mm -hmm. but it's not the whole point, right? right. Like we have to get, get the hook so we can get the message out. And it's really about showing people what success really means, what living in the moment means, what positive message means, what health really means. So you're right, like we're so bombarded with this information that we have to stop and think, what do I, like you said, what is my legacy for today? What memories do I want to create, right? Is it, am I going to remember spending time with my kid or did I spend the whole time scrolling down on, on whatever social media platform yep. I'm on? So it's about taking that time. And I'm not saying don't spend time on social media. That range of pleasure, it's, it's been proven. It, it releases mm -hmm. dopamine, unfortunately, yep. in our yeah. brain. So it does give you a form of you know satisfaction, fine. But determine what that time is. Facebook yes. now has the feature where you can set up- You can set after yep. At the timer yeah and so you know schedule it if you have to you know have that moment for you but be present with your family be mm -hmm. present with around you know you know how many times you sit with someone or talk to someone and they're holding the phone in their hand yeah or you're sitting talking to them and their phone is on the table and it's like right away there's a disconnect right away we're not fully connecting because i know you're looking at that phone or waiting for the message or waiting for it to be and we have to acknowledge that we have become addicted to social media addicted mm -hmm. to our phones and it's on us to take responsibility to weed off of that and to schedule certain times when we're on the phone and when we're present because it's just otherwise you're right at the end of the day i'm like well, where did my good day go yeah. right did i create memories did i have meaningful conversations or do i not even know who the hell i, I passed by me because i was so mm -hmm. busy looking at my phone yep and, and it you know it's scary and 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 you know that that 
that just leads into, you know, you, you hear more about higher divorce rates, you hear more about suicide rates, you hear more, all these statistics where things are changing in our world and getting, you know, and people like to blame it on the population, people like to blame it on environmental issues, somewhat is and, and plays a part in it. But a lot of it is, is, is a lot of it is, is the online presence. A lot of it is the, we've, we've as a society, lost our, our touch on, on social and relationships and valuing relationships, valuing uh, friendships and, and our spouses because we're too focused and absorbed and putting, giving our attention to something that cannot give us the same love. We get the good endorphin and all, all the good feelings, but it doesn't provide the love. It doesn't provide a relationship. It doesn't provide uh, what, what us as humans need, which is uh, having companionship. Absolutely. And, um, and you know this, you know, be, having an addiction as your background, you know exactly what it mm -hmm. is. It hijacks your mind. Correct. You're not you. You're yep. not you. And you're not creating those memories. You're not being in the moment. So yes, we have to take responsibility of defining what are we want our life to look like, defining what success means for us, and taking back control over our time. Because once again, time is all that we have. It's yep. not the money. It's not the phone. It's mm -hmm. time. And TikTok, it's our life ticking, right? It is. It is. Hey, on that note, I'm going to sign off uh, with you, but I want to have you back on the show uh, for sure. Um, we did a shorter time slot. I've got a bunch of people booked, um, but I want to get you back on the show. I want to get sure. deeper into, into what you do. And I, I love your perspective on this stuff. And I, I love hearing a new perspective. Um, I, and, and this has just really been a great interview. Give me, um, give our audience um, some places where they can maybe pick up some of your information, website, anything that you have that, that coaching or anything that they could reach you at. Sure. My name, Lex Vuchko, it's spelled differently, L-E-K-S, uh, V-U-C-K-O. But even if you type L-E-K-S with a V, it comes up. And that's LexVuchko.com. Another one is MindsetConquest.com. So either one of those websites has links to all my social media um, it's pretty easy to find online, really. So once again, let's Lex .com or MindsetConquest.com. Excellent. Lex, I appreciate you being on here. And again, I'm going to reach out to you and we can set an, a later date where we can have more time to really discuss and get deeper into some of this stuff. Um, you have a terrific day. You have yes, a terrific thank day. you. You too. It's and, been and, a pleasure. And, and make sure to help someone today. Make sure you help someone today. <laughs> have care. a great day. All right. Bye.